Vultures filled the skies that had recently been dotted with ghastly winged lizards. They wheeled in circles above the castle, eyeing the bodies that littered the courtyard and filled the frozen neck ditch that plunged thirty feet below the castle's drawbridge. Blood pooled beneath the corpses and streamed away in rivulets, and entrails spilled out from ruined torsos like bloody dead serpents. The smell of death hung in the air, but the vultures kept their distance as a small group of castle servants moved among the dead, selecting bodies to be removed. Overseeing their grisly work was an even smaller group of knights, the last remnant of the king's inner guard. The siege and battle that had filled the courtyard and moat with dead bodies had destroyed the rest of the knights' ranks. Such was the business without. The business within was of a different nature. Nerus Vagin, the former primus of the sapient order in the east, practically glided on air as he moved through the halls of Storm's Reach Castle, a train of sapients and armed guards following behind. He had killed the reigning king before a throng of onlookers, most of them loyal to his cause, and before them he had proclaimed himself king. The Council of Elders, the body that decided on matters of royal succession, had granted him their blessing, and now all seemed in order. Only one item of business remained. Vagin parted the embroidered draperies that partitioned the lords and ladies' chamber and scanned the room. Empty chairs, upholstered in heavy brocade, were set at odd angles, and across from them stood a large wooden bed, its canopy pulled back. Sunlight streaked across the floor and touched the edge of the bed, whose linens were undisturbed. "'Where is the Queen?' demanded Vagin, his back to the group of men who had trailed him for the past half-hour. A seasoned sapient, Porul Leyrick, stepped forward and spoke directly into the ear of the new king, his voice scarcely above a whisper. "'As was said earlier, Your Grace,' Every room and nook of the castle has been searched, but we have yet to locate the rest of the Vames, save the eldest daughter, Elissa, who remains imprisoned. His back still to the group, Vagin craned his neck and cast his eyes to the ceiling. There are two things I will not tolerate. The first is insubordination. My authority is to be respected, as though it flows from the Grand Ancients. One would argue that it does indeed, Your Grace, said Sapient Leyrick, with a deep bow. The second is incompetence, Vagin continued, still gazing at the ceiling. I found Hertrigan Vame to be an incapable king, therefore he was removed from the office. Such will be the fate of any and all who lack the physical and intellectual ability to do as I command. Silence filled the hall behind him, and when his retinue of protectors and advisers failed to voice their thoughts, he added, Leyrick, find the queen and her daughter, and bring them to me, alive. Sapient Leyrick offered another deep, unnoticed bow. As you will, Your Grace, I shall see to it immediately, but I will need men, 
whoever you can spare. Vajin looked away from the ceiling and glanced over his shoulder. Take who you will, only leave the men you see here. Sapient Lairig straightened himself and nodded. You know that you have one week, Vajin said. If you fail me, you will not set eyes on the new moon. Lairig studied Vajin's profile a moment and allowed the words to bore into his mind. Then he turned away and moved through the group, which silently parted to let him pass.